Today is September 2nd, 2020, and this is Radio Wave. versus law. What does that mean? Man is passing many laws and God only has ten. What is our condition today? What's taking place? Have we gone too far? And what happens when we go too far? There's a natural order that when we lose truth, God brings us back to it. How does it work? A natural order is written in creation. When out of order, it always returns to order by divine intervention. I'm not going to begin talking about a lady on the second of the month for non-believers. I want to set you up for the next moments to understand where non-belief has led us. And what's befalling us is the result of our own sin. Because when sin wins over God's people, then Satan wins over us. And the result is our living mediocre Christianity. Today, everything is about money and the pursuit of money. And many people are very wealthy. Once you attain that kind of wealth, it goes to power 
that George Soros's and other people in the world are not satisfied any longer with money. It's power. Once wealth is attained in a great amount, what's next? They want power. And as elites in the world today, who wants to transform it? How do you transform it? You've got to take over countries. Stealing is breaking a commandment. But stealing is not just about money or stealing a car, because that in itself is not about power. To get power, you have to steal something to attain that power. If these elites got together and had a discussion in the back room, the election is coming up. How can we go about stealing that? What would be a plan? How would we accomplish that? You could hear them discuss things. How? By getting in their minds, getting in their hearts, what they're trying to do. This is what Sun Tzu taught in The Art of War. You have to know how and what your enemy is thinking. And there's enough evidence that's clearly out there that they're thinking a lot about this next election. It is a battle between light and dark. So if you're in a corner in that room, you would hear a strategy we have to come up with and have it implemented and sell it to everybody, not just on our side, but to the people. We know the strategists in their secret room would say that there's so many votes going toward Trump right now that we're not going to win that way. How do we overcome that? Why don't we just admit it that on election night, he's going to win, and he's going to win big. Let's come up with an interview so we can go put this out now in the people's hearts and the minds that Trump is going to win. But we say now, make publicly, that Trump is going to win, and it's going to be an exceptional win. We have to come up with a scenario. So we have to tell people, we have to have to understand that on election night, they're not seeing what's real. Yes, he's going to get a lot of votes, and it's going to appear like he wins, and everybody's going to think that, but it's not real. So we can call this and name it. Let's call it a mirage, because mirage is something that's not real. It gives an appearance to be real, but it's not. It's not really there. Because it's the Republicans in red, let's call it the red mirage. That legitimizes that. We have to come up with a model to deceive everybody that we can foretell what's going to happen on election night with Donald Trump's incredible victory. And that's why we got to put out there that it's going to be a mirage. So we give way to that truth of the results of election night, the appearance that Donald Trump has won. And somehow we got to make it where after all the ballots are counted, Joe Biden has really won. So we'll frame this in a conversation. We'll get a journalist to question somebody, and we can put this out, make it real smooth, really slick and believable. How are we going to pull this off? We'll have the questions answered for the people. What if you're a Republican voter? What if you're independent or even a skeptical Democrat? In the interview, we have to have those answered. We have to use verbiage like, facts matter. In the interview, we have to say the verbiage, this is not about disinformation or misinformation, and use verbiage like objective truth. So we're going to put out, we know this is going to work, because we're coming up with a concept of a modeling. 
just like people predict weather. We're going to build a simulator that will show on election night all the ballots haven't come in. Why? Because the post office was slow in delivering the mail. Well, state in the Senate view, because of the impossibility to count all the votes that's still in the mail, they're going to have to delay the election count. We'll put out to the networks. Do not call the elections. Because all the votes are not in. We'll come up with sequences for this model to show, just like the polls, how this works. So we can convince the people. At least put doubt in their hearts. In the interview, we need to say it's going to take a while to count the votes. Maybe even weeks. Because so many absentee ballots are still out there. And it's not fair for people who voted through these ballots that their vote not be counted. We'll have all the news talking heads saying, well, you know what this is going to look like. We will inform the networks for the election night what's coming down. And within maybe 10 days of the election, there's going to be a big difference. After all these ballots are counted, our modeling is going to show that Biden really won. You have to put in the interview that day by day, Trump's leap will be whittled down. And praise Trump. Talk good of him. Say Trump's team is very intelligent. His messages, his tweets, his rallies, his speeches. And let it be known to the public now that Trump's going to say fraud has entered into the equation. Make sure those words get in this interview. And make it clear in the end, ultimately, that the results that Joe Biden will be the president of the United States of America. And be sure and put in there that if we don't count all these votes after the election, that the American people will believe an injustice was done not counting these votes. But to help cover up the stealing, be sure we stayed in the interview. Vote early. Put your ballots early. But in reality, what we won't say is how many ballots we find after the election. We'll pour them in from all places. And in that way, the mirage will give way to the truth of Biden as the president. So how's that going to happen? It has already happened. They're out of the room. They've already done the interview. Axios is a news organization. Margaret Taleb, who works for Bloomberg News, has interviewed Josh Middleson. He is a CEO of Hotfish, which is a research group started by Bloomberg and paid by the Democratic Party. So you can discern yourself very quickly. Bloomberg is leftist and is paid for by the Democratic Party that there was a back room behind the scenes planning this. How do I know that? Because they just released yesterday, September 1st, 2020. So where's the lady in all this? How come I haven't mentioned nothing about her lady? This is the second of the month for non-believers. I needed to prep you before you hear this interview so that you can think about our lady's words and those 23 years of messages for non-believers of why we are where we are and what our lady was warning us that was coming. When you pray, when you fast, you know when somebody's lying and you know when somebody's pulling something over you. And what I already stated to you, your enemy would tell you in advance what they're going to do. Listen carefully to this clip. 
a mirage, by definition, is something that appears to be there, but that doesn't really exist. And you have a model scenario called the red mirage. What does that mean? The reason we talk about a red mirage is, in fact, because we believe that on election night, we are going to see Donald Trump in a stronger position than the reality actually is. We are sounding an alarm and saying that this is a very real possibility, that the data is going to show on election night an incredible victory for Donald Trump. That is likely to be what we see when every legitimate vote is tallied and we get to that final day, which will be someday after election day. It will, in fact, show that what happened on election night was exactly that, a mirage. It looked like Donald Trump was in the lead. And he fundamentally was not when every ballot it gets counted. You have a result on election night where it appears that Donald Trump has won, but a result after ballots are counted that show that Joe Biden has actually won. That's right. Let's get an obvious question out of the way first. Um, Hawkfish is a company that's started by Michael Bloomberg, yeah. that does work for the DNC, that's doing work for pro-Biden super PACs. If I'm a Republican voter, an independent voter, a skeptical Democrat, why should I listen to you? One of the things that we believe is that facts matter. It's not about um, disinformation or misinformation or using fear as a tactic. There are objective truths in this world today. And how do you build your modeling? How are you basing your projections? We essentially built a simulator where it's a sequence of sliders, and you just pull those sliders to start seeing what the scenarios will show you. What's it going to look like on election night? What's it going to look like the day after, and the day after that, and the day after that? In most every year, Democrats are more likely to vote by mail than Republicans, and that has only increased this cycle. We see in the data that twice as many voters intend to cast a ballot by mail than have ever before. They are disproportionately Joe Biden's supporters. Because there are absolutely some ballots that were mailed in that get counted sooner because folks were proactive and got it in as soon as they possibly could or dropped it off or showed up to uh, a polling station uh, where, where early votes allowed. But it's going to take a while. It might be wasted. Because absentee ballots inevitably are harder and slower to count, we are going to find ourselves that when you have those prototypical uh, cable news uh, talking head moments of saying, well, you know, here's what we're seeing and this is what it looks like. It's going to show Donald Trump in the lead in a lot of key places on election night when in-person reporting has occurred. What about California or New so York? California, is, huge California blue is blue. New York okay. is blue, right? Some of the like, but Virginia is a really good example okay. of a state that should be blue that turns out red in this on moment. election night. on election night. Okay. So a state like Pennsylvania, Florida. It's in play by just a couple points, and that's what tips it in one direction or another. If you were to essentially average battleground state polling, Joe Biden appears to be ahead by about 8%. And so if you have a, a number of ballot challenges in a state like that, as big as it is, as large as the population is, as diverse as the population is, it can make a really big difference over those next 10 days. And so when you start accounting for that in your modeling, you see that 8% lead and kind of whittle down a little, a little bit more, a little bit more. We might have the results saying something on the evening of November 3rd that it will not say the evening of November 10th. What difference does it make if um, the results seem to show something on 
one night, and then several days later, the results show something else. Won't the facts just bear themselves out? I think that's the America we all wish we probably lived in. I think you know, we've got the Trump team who's, who's quite intelligent and sees what's coming. And so we have the president messaging through, through tweets, through what he said at his rallies and his speeches. This notion of any change from that result on election night, he is signaling they will say means fraud has entered the equation. What impact could it have? How could it actually change the outcome? You're then setting up the American presidency for even more failure, because even if you ultimately get to the end result, which is that Joe Biden would be president of the United States, now you've taken what in politics would be thought of as a bit of a mandate to govern and go in and, and really help clean things up. You, in fact, find yourself in this, this deeply polarized situation where the American electorate, a, a, a portion of the American electorate, a real portion of the American electorate, feels that injustice was done. What can people do to ensure the most accurate results possible in this election? If you want your ballot to count in 2020, you need to request your ballot early, as soon as you possibly can, in a state where that's the procedure. You then need to mail it back as fast as you possibly can. But if you can early vote at a polling station, take your mask, take your hand sanitizer, go and vote at the ballot box and get your sticker. Because you want your vote to be counted. That is what's gonna change from the red mirage and sort of burn off the mirage and get us to where American will is clearly demonstrated in a legitimate and unquestionable way. For this happen, they have to make what's unlawful to be lawful, which comes back to thou shalt not steal. Did you hear his voice tone? Did you pay attention to this liar? The devil is a liar. His whole interview was speaking from the position that Biden will win, and that's what American wants. The red mirage? Pretty slick. It's going to burn off by all the new votes after the election night and burn it away? They got the model, they got the name of it, they got everything set up. It's very easy, if you're praying fasting, to see this deception. How do you win a election from your basement? Trump has had hundreds of thousands of requests to come to his rallies. In the last couple of days, Biden did get out of his basement. Only 80 people show up. And don't forget, Hillary said, Biden cannot concede. Not even an inch. All this has been laid out to condition you. This whole interview was choreographed. They rehearsed this. You can hear it in the way they answer the questions. That's why you have to discern everything you hear. Never in the history has our republic found itself in such a situation. What about the Civil War? Everybody knew the clearly what the points were and why they were fighting. There is no deception. There is deception here, diabolical deception. It's Mariana who told us that when you pray for non-believers, you're praying for yourself. These people have to be converted. And if they're not converted, God's got to bring divine intervention to stop them. That's why we fast. That's why we pray. This whole thing is about Our Lady. Many people think we should not be talking about this. That is like what Paul talked about, you stupid Galatians. You have to understand 
what's happening, which also gives incentive to pray and to fast. Because we're not going to do it by arms. No more than Lepanto, when the Turkish Armada was going to destroy Europe. The ships were out there on both sides. And what tilted it was all of Rome and Europe was called to pray the rosary. You better be praying the patriotic rosary and fasting. Sign up for our fasting. Call Caritas, the nine-day bread and water fast in October. It's critical because evil is strong in the ways of the worlds, and we're strong in the ways of heaven. And Lepanto showed that through an incredible divine intervention by God, a glorious victory. But this move, fighting the law, can only be won under the queenship of Our Lady. This exposing of this evil, which is a quote from Our Lady, we're supposed to be educating. We're supposed to be helping you to see this. It's Our Lady who says, My children, look around you. Don't you see the signs of the times? It sickens me when somebody thinks, Oh, this is politics. What are you talking about? This is not about politics. This is about war. This isn't about the Democrats against the Republicans and the Republicans against Democrats. You got bad actors on both sides. But there is only one way you can go toward on the good side and one way you can go to the dark side. It's very easy to see who's representing the darkness today. We're going to play a few clips from Glenn Beck talking about these things, about the stealing of this election. He starts off talking about, through technology and the big tech's people, how they'll sway the votes. Big tech can sway 15 million votes. They can, they can move votes by the things we know they've already done, and you will see. They will, for instance, put out a, hey, don't forget to vote today, to all of the swing states and all of the districts uh, where the Democrats are heavy, and they will do it to Democratic voters and not Republican voters. Little things like that change everything, and there's no way to trace them unless you trace it in real time. We are in deep trouble. I mean, even a Democratic operative has come out and said there's going to be a civil war after this election. I hope to God not. You've got to go to the polls. You must go to the polls. Uh, it is really, truly vital. We are going to be, what's happening in Belarus right now is going to be happening here. And George Soros and the State Department, their allies, have done this to other countries. Just happened in Chile. Because of us, because of George Soros. It It is really dangerous what's happening. Now I want to explain what's happening with the mail-in ballots because it's not the post office. That is a ruse. Okay, That is to, to get you to go off track. It has nothing to do with the post office. With the exception that they are going to say all these ballots arrived at the post office after the election because of Donald Trump. They weren't postmarked on the day of the election. You can't allow those ballots to be counted because if you know where you need the votes 
and you can suddenly produce them after the election, well, then it's you can do anything. Because all you have to do is produce the votes. You're not going to produce the votes where, you know, he's won handily. You'll find the districts that flipped that state where it was really close, and you'll just produce new votes. That's the corrupt part of it, and that is going to happen, and that has something to do with the post office. They are laying the groundwork to be able to say, the post office didn't deliver. The post office, they had all these, and it didn't make it through the sorting machine in time because of Donald Trump. It will have nothing to do with truth on the post office. It'll have everything to do with picking the right places to add more votes uh, to flip a state. Imagine what we went through in 2000. Imagine that happening in four different states. It's going to happen. Now, here's the th- here are the things that you really need to understand But let me just finish up with the mail-in ballots, because it's critical that you understand this. Americans expect to have an answer on Election Day. You are not going to have an answer on Election Day. Now, we might know, but they are setting up an absolute disaster, because Americans are used to getting the results on Election Night. Well, because of all of these ballots that they're going to say haven't been counted yet, no network is going to call it for Donald Trump. And they're going to say, because all the Democrats went out and they voted by mail. Well, if you voted by mail, you should have voted early. But that's not what they're going to be saying, and that's not what they're saying. They're Mail them. You can mail them even the day of. Just get it postmarked. And they're now pushing for the postmark not even to count. So they're... They're going to count to the very, very end. And the media is going to come out and say, well, we, we, we don't have, there's so many people that voted by mail. It's overwhelmed the system. And it overwhelmed the postal system because we're just still getting them in now. So that night, they're not going to call the election. And it's going to look big for the president because a lot of Democrats are voting by mail Republicans are not. So you're going to have, this is the spin they're going to give you. Well, yes, it looks like he won, and he won in, in multiple states, and he clearly has the Electoral College, but those can change over the next few days or even the few weeks as we go in and we count these ballots. So what they've done is they've taken the 2000 election and taken it out of one district and put it over the entire United States. And they will only focus on a few states, the ones that will change the electoral college. And so they will, they will continue to count the votes until they get it counted the way they want it, is my feeling. But it won't last like that. Hillary Clinton is already saying no matter what, Joe Biden should never concede. That's never happened in American history. We don't do that. This is what gives us peaceful transitions. But fraud can't be tolerated. And you are being set up right now to expect an answer on Election Day when they are already saying it's going to drag out for days, even weeks. We may not even know until January. 
That's what the de- the left and the Democrats are saying right now. That's going to require incredible restraint. Because here's what they're going to do. They're going to argue over every single ballot. Now, if you have these these ballots in these um democratic cities and democratically controlled states can you trust it and here's why i say this this is this is so critical and let me ask you if you've even heard this story yet this came out august 26th as swing state michigan approaches an election in which it could play a pivotal role remember michigan New data from its August 4th primary reveals that in 72% of Detroit's election precincts, recorded ballots counts for absentee voters did not meant, did not match the number of ballots actually cast. So, wait, there were more ballots than people. The people in Michigan deserve to know what their elections, uh, th- that their elections are being conducted fairly and competently. But today's news shows that Wayne County and the city of Detroit can't conduct an election to even the most basic standards. This is according to Laura Cox, (coughs) the Michigan Republican Party. Um, The board of canvassers in Wayne County, which includes Detroit, said the mess involves the ballots that were too tangled to ever unsnarl. Quote, it is so inaccurate that we cannot even attempt to make it right. It is so inaccurate that we can't even attempt to make it right. That's the chairwoman of the board of canvassers. Those are the people that are in charge of the election. Okay. Based on the inaccuracies that we saw during the canvas, something has to happen. We can't go into November with what occurred during the primary. In the most critical election of our lifetime, quite honestly, the most critical election in the lifetime of the republic, we have this going on, and it is intentional. Everything you've just heard is everything our ladies come for, because the devil wants the world. He can't have it until he captures the United States of America. The early Christians had to capture Rome to spread Christianity across the world. And that same principle for Satan, his focus is on this nation. Thank God we had four consecrations here in the field of apparitions. Thank God we put a cross on the mountain for the soul of America. Thank God we prayed millions of patriotic rosaries and novenas and fasting. And it's appropriate to end this broadcast with the last words to Mariana to us, March 18, 2020. And when I say last words, I'm saying the last words of the message of what Our Lady left us with, knowing what we were going into. She says, My children, in moments of peacelessness and renunciation, all you have to do is seek the face of my son. You just live his words and do not be afraid. Pray and love with sincere feelings, with good works, and help that the world may change and my heart triumph, as does my son, 
so I also tell you to love one another, for there is no salvation without love. Love your neighbor, love your nation, love truth, and be aware that evil wants to befall us. We wish you our lady. We love you. Good night. This ends the Radio Wave broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.